This is a special episode of Going Long End First. Enjoy our mock draft 2.0 March edition. We end with another round of Benson's Brain Busters. Enjoy. Ready to I'm ready. We're, are we giving out our own individuals or are we snaking? We're snaking snake again. Okay, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're definitely snaking it. So, as I had revealed to you guys earlier, Jeremy's number one. I, who did I say? I'm second. Owen's third. So we'll snake it from there. Jeremy, you're, you know what? And here's the deal. Here, to guarantee that we keep this shorter than what it needs to be, I'm going to give You're you... You're putting a timer on. I'm giving you, each of you, 30 seconds. Actually, You're I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Well, I'll give you one minute because I can't do 30 seconds. You get one minute to make your pick. Otherwise, I'm just going to pick a random person off the list. Are right, you, you ready for me to just take this opening pick and go a full minute with it? <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I can't do 30 seconds. Uh, you know, iPhones are just amazing. 30 seconds. Starting now, Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. So here's the deal. The Jacksonville Jaguars, um, it seems that the one position that they need the most in the NFL right now is quarterback, right? And now they just brought in Urban Meyer, and there's always been this kind of thought of, when this guy comes out, he's going to be the number one pick and so on and so forth. But now you bring in Urban Meyer, so there's some question marks. Like, hey, he played, at, he coached at Ohio State, and there's a top-level quarterback coming out of Ohio State right now. And then there's this guy just flying up the draft boards, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow-esque. Just, just after I, I change your time to a minute, I'll do a minute for each pick because 30 seconds is not long enough. You could have gave me 30 seconds. I was still going to go a minute. But anyways, there's this other guy. That's just flying up the draft boards, you know, Rogers, Joe Burrow-esque. And honestly, he might Joe be Burrow, I believe the name was Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes. That would be the other name, flying up the draft boards like that. But Burrow, Burrow's ascension in his senior year where he went from, like, not even a day one or two guy to a number one pick was wild. Now, Patrick Mahomes, you always knew the talent was there. Aaron Rodgers, you always knew the talent was there. There's another guy coming out of BYU. There's a lot of talent there. Like, hey, that might be the boomer bust pick, but then there's the safe pick that everybody's thought was going to be the number one pick since the dude basically entered college football. And with the number one pick in the 2021 NFL buildup, what's it going to be? The Jacksonville Jaguars out of Duval, Florida, going to take. The man, the myth, the legend, the junior quarterback standing at six foot six, two hundred and twenty pounds out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. After all that, it's Trevor Lawrence. And you know something? I just want to add one more thing. Did you guys see Chris Sims top five quarterbacks out of the draft? I did not. Lawrence is two. Lawrence is number two. Wilson's yes. number one. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the he's the hot name right now. I mean I would be shocked if Jacksonville does not take Trevor Lawrence here. But if they don't take Lawrence, it won't be Wilson. It would be Fields, I think, which would be even worse. You know, because I think Urban would take him just with that 
he's got that you know that background. With I, think, him, but... I think Trevor Lawrence is a lock. I just I really don't see them going any no. other place. I think it's a lock as well. Um, it comes down to how much in love somebody is with Wilson. You know what I mean? Yep. To be if there's some crazy trade for two or three um, to come up and get them. You know, it'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, Urban. I mean, it's Urban. There's a lot of question marks around his status going forward. He's not going to take a chance on a guy that only had one good year in college. It's going to be trouble. Yep. So, uh, number number one, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, the New York Jets are on the clock, one minute and counting. That's on to me. See, the debate here is the ongoing debate is: Are the Jets sold on? on Darnold. If they're not, it's going to be a quarterback. It's probably going to be Zach Wilson kind of thing. If they are sold or if they are going to give Darnold at least a shot, surround him with talent. I'm for the latter on this still. I still believe that Darnold can be a quality guy, can be a good quarterback. You just got to surround him with some weapons, which he really hasn't had this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to keep down on that quarterback. No Zach Wilson here. I'm going Jamar Chase out of LSU, best receiver in the draft. Give him some weapons. Give him some talent. Let's see what you actually got with the guy. So Jamar Chase, number two to the Jets. Jamar Chase to the Jets. Man, oh, man, you are taking a crazy – okay. I mean, not that I don't think – not that I don't (laughs) think that that's a bad – I don't think that's a – bad pick but in a sense i think if the if if the jets aren't going quarterback they're going to have people willing to overpay to get up to to pick two like carolina panthers um like but you still think do you think it's more likely that that they stay and pick jamar chase than trade back no i mean if we're doing trades in this i would definitely like you know throw it out there yeah move move down to move down to four, maybe even to Atlanta or to, like you said, eight to Carolina or to, I mean, I guess that would really be the only two spots. Okay. If you're you're in the Jets, if you're the Jets and you're going to draft a wide receiver in the draft, first of all, you were totally out on Crowder and Mims, who you just, you just took Mims. And Mims actually looked like something with Darnold in the last couple of years. I mean, you got Barrios, you got guys. I mean, that's, you don't have you don't have. When's the last like, time a you don't have talent last like time? Jamar Chase, like though? Yeah, but you don't draft wide receivers that high. To, the last time that happened was Keyshawn Johnson, yeah. right? Last no. time that happened was Keyshawn, right? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Two? I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this were to be a trade, I mean, if you're the Jets and you're not taking a quarterback, like Owen just said, it would be smart to trade out, still in the top ten to get a receiver that you want and get some extra draft capital. But we're not Seth, doing yes. trades here, so. What? Seth, I'm going to throw a situation. And this will make it really easy for you because I kind of wanted to propose this later without making this too much big of a deal. You have the Carolina Panthers at eight. Just do that yourself. Just do it. Carolina overpays, goes to number two, drafts okay. Wilson. But I would do that if I were you. Just All make right. it really easy, clean. They'll give up whatever they need to get up to number two if number two is available. I'll swap it out quick. Swap it out Good. real quick. But then I got to take Jamar Chase off the list because he could be taken before eight now. But you're, I give it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Okay. I, I don't want to make your pick for you, but I just, no, no, because no, no, I no, was no. going to. I'll, I'll entertain the idea. I'll entertain okay. it. So 
now we're at the conundrum of Carolina currently doesn't really have a quarterback, but obviously all the talk is I'm restarting my time because I, that's what I get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Just go ahead. The talk is Deshaun Watson to Carolina, but obviously Carolina is not going to move up to number two if they have Deshaun Watson because they won't have a pick. So they don't have a, they don't have a quarterback right here. So of course they're taking Zach Wilson out of BYU number two overall. Apparently they, they really like fields though. Well, you know what? I'm giving them Zach Wilson. All okay. right. I think I, I read, yeah, because I'm reading that too, but I think they just don't think that Wilson will be there at eight. Fields might, the way that's going to go. Fields or Lance will probably be there at eight. One of them will be, most likely. Right. So, yeah, that, because I'm going to do something here at pick three that, you, you know, if we hadn't been doing trades, you guys would be like, what the hell are we doing on? You're cheating, <laughs> cheating, sap. So, what I'm going to do, like I mentioned to Seth earlier, I really am of the belief that Deshaun Watson gets moved to the Miami Dolphins. Therefore, my Miami Dolphins send quarterback Tua Kaunga Vailoa, 2021 pick three and 2021 pick one. You know what? Just to make it easy, it'll be a next year first plus some extra picks. So Houston, Houston Texans. At number three, then. Houston Texans picking at number three. That is my belief. That is what I am doing with this pick. They have now quarterback they can work off of. GM Nick Serio believed in Nuke Tua. I don't believe that he's given up on Tua, especially now that he's got two firsts he can work with for the future. You're, you're, I think your ticker has started, FYI. I think that Houston Texans select. Tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Boom. Boom. What? Let's go. I think he goes in top five. I think he goes Bill in top O'Brien five. O'Brien all over again? Three I think quarterback then. Not to make it more not to make it more confusing. This is also a spot that Houston would trade down to get an extra first round for somebody punching up for a quarterback. But I don't want to make it too confusing. I think they take their guy, take the best player available because they could use it everywhere. They're thinking about Penny Sewell at tackle. They're thinking about Jamar Chase at receiver. I think Kyle Pitts is a generational talent at tight end. Kyle Pitts, pick number three. Not just tight end. Tight end, receiver, all over, yep. touchdown maker, yards, eater, Kyle Pitts. All right, Jeremy, you're on the clock with the Atlanta Falcons. See, I mean, oh. again, just, just to intersect, you can reset it if you want, just because of what I'm doing. I would have asked you, Seth, right now, Let's make a trade with Carolina. That's what I would have done. Carolina would have jumped up, took Houston's pick. Then it would have been a triple swap. But this is what we're doing. Jeremy and Madden mode. Is that what you're saying? Sounds like it. Sure sounds like it. Um, All right. Time starts now. You get one minute on the clock with Atlanta Falcons. With the Falcons, it's kind of a situation of, are you all in on this year? For Matt Ryan and Julio, or do you want to grab somebody to groom under Matt Ryan for after Matt Ryan and Julio? Um, that's pretty much what it comes down to because it's just like Justin Fields is still on the board. Do you take him here? Um, I personally don't think so. 
I am going to, I got to do one quick Google search real quick, just to make sure that I want to do this right way. Um, I think this comes down to, especially if it shakes out this way, this is either going to be Penny or it's going to be Micah Parsons, one or the other. Um, I'm just trying to remember for sure who they got to tackle on the offensive line. I they know got good Jake tackles, Matthews at one. Jake Matthews, I believe, okay. left tackle, who's pretty yep, solid sold. left tackle. Yep, I'm sold. I think the Falcons take the first defender of the draft. I think they go Micah Parsons here. Um, We're going real crazy. It's a nice ringer you got there. Um, I'll go <laughs> Micah Parsons. I think there is a chance that depending – I mean, if the draft shakes out this way, probably not. I think this is a trade partner with the Eagles, depending on what happens at two. Um, if Wilson falls, I think the Eagles try to jump to four or three to go get him, possibly. Um, and then the Falcons fall back and maybe take Caleb Farley at the Eagles pick. But uh, I'll go Micah Parsons. I'll take the first defender of the draft right here. Position in need. I mean, everybody always needs defenders. Um, and it's like I said you're you're going you got to give you got to give Matt Ryan and Julio one more year you know what I mean I think that you got to give those guys one more shot and they're not that old you know no Ryan's on the last year of his contract yeah if I was the Falcons they're kind of in a tough spot especially if they don't want to go quarterback that the rest of the top 10 is probably going to be filled off with offensive talent uh in general so they probably would love to trade back but because they need defense they need defensive talent and the Falcons are a team like that. I sit and think to myself, if you want a quarterback, trade back into the first and go get Mac Jones later. He falls into that Matt Ryan mold. Rather than completely changing the offensive scheme and going with somebody like Justin Fields, where you're going to try to get him out on the edge and like moving moving around like that, I would I would maybe go after Mac Jones late, but that's just me. Uh, all right, Seth, give us a recap. What we all got right, here, top, top four. Five. Top five, right? Well, we're yep. at we're at five with me, but um, okay. Top five, we have top four, I should say. Trevor Lawrence one, Zach Wilson two, Kyle Pitts three, Micah Parsons four. Cincinnati is on the board. I'm gonna make this short and sweet because he falls to him, and Cincinnati gets the exact player they want. Penny Sewell out of Oregon, left tackle of the future, one of the best prospects in the league. Yeah, Penny Sewell. But, I mean, you, you got to shore up that offensive line, which is slowly getting better. They have some pieces. Um, but you, you don't have a guy like Penny Sewell. You got to protect Burrow, of course, coming off an ACL. It's just, it's an obvious choice at this spot. Might yep. be the best pick yet. The most yeah. – the, the most uh... – <laughs> fit, to, fit to overall talent. You know yes. You? Not a stretch or not a reach by any means – they don't have to make a trade and try to overhype. They got their quarterback, so they're not panicking. Definitely a good pick. I mean, yeah, easy, easy choice. I mean, like if if he falls to Cincinnati at five, it's like, yeah, like you said, Jeremy, almost an easier choice than Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. It's yeah, I, obvious. I, I think if uh, if Sewell fell, falls to six, I'd lock that up all day for the Eagles. But all so right, he's making right. a pick for my Eagles. Owen is picking for the Eagles. He's on the clock. One minute and running. The San Francisco four. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I won't go too crazy. Six Philadelphia Eagles. The way that the draft I'd shook like to out. see you pull that off. San Fran to the, right here and the Eagles make it. I'd like to see you pull that trade off. 
I want to. If I had the Lions, I would be making that trade. But I will let you let the Lions pick. Think about that while I make this pick for the Eagles. That's to be easy, right? I mean, with all of the weapons, no receiver you talk, off the board. You talk about Lawrence to Jacksonville. You talk about Sewell to Bengals. I think the Eagles are sitting here like, sure, we kind of thought about a quarterback, and we really considered Panay Sewell if he was still here. Maybe we're still thinking about Rashawn Slater. Maybe we like him because he's a monster. But we're looking at Jamar Chase falling to six, and we're and we're not too sad about it at all. He's the perfect guy. He's he's. He's long, he's lean, he's a post-up, box-out, 50-50 ball kind of guy. And you and want that. for Philly cheesesteak eating machine. There you go. Whoa! He, he, he's uh, – for, for you're running your offense with Jalen Hurts. He's going to be making plays, and he's not going to be able to make the perfect, accurate pass every time. You want that one guy that you – that Mike Evans type that you can just give the, give the guy a chance. He's probably going to make it. He so, Jamar Chase, easy pick. He, he fills the role that Elshon, the void Elshon left after the Super Bowl that we thought we filled with Jim, uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside that never actually got filled. That's what Jamar Chase fills. But he's a big play receiver, too. Like, that dude can run after the catch as well. All right. Jeremy, you're on the clock with Detroit at number seven. One minute and run. You want to know something? I think I'm actually going to keep him right here, too. Oh, and I was thinking about the trade, but I was sitting here and I was thinking, like, Kenny Galladay might go. Um, there's still wide receivers on the board. We got to give we, – we, we're in on Goff. We got to give him something. Um, Goff can throw the ball deep. Um, and it's just going to come down to what Detroit actually finds to be the next best thing at wide receiver. If Jamar Chase is there, drafting him. No way he makes it past the Eagles, though. Um I'm going to go with the best receiver coming out of Alabama in Detroit's mind. Uh, we're going to go Jalen Waddle. Uh, get somebody to take the top off the defense. Like I said, Jared Goff can throw the ball deep. You got Hawkinson for underneath. We got, you know, Swift in the backfield. Let's go get the three-headed monster. Let's go get a guy that can take the top off, like I said. Um, hopefully they franchise take Kenny Galladay so you have the big body guy. I mean, then you got you got a tandem there. Like, you give it a – Thank you for the music, Seth. I appreciate it. But um, <laughs> you should make your alarm tone the draft tone. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find that. But that would be that would be, that would be good. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Jalen Waddle here to Detroit. Um, this is definitely a spot where maybe somebody could pull, come up and get, and you could give Detroit just draft compensation, which realistically that'd probably be the smart move to make. But if you want to go get a real playmaker, Waddle's probably the guy. He he, he's climbing up some boards. I've seen him in a lot of mocks where he's actually going before. Um, I just forgot his dang name. Um, actually, the mock I'm looking at right here, he's above him. To tell you the truth, I've, I've seen there were some him. people make, ranking, him, ranking him third in the draft as a prospect, and without injury history, I would agree. Uh, and then the way the other thing is, like maybe teams aren't panicking so much about the quarterback situation the way the draft fell to this point because there's still three starting quarterbacks in the draft at this point. So maybe you just wait. You're just like, you're not overpaying for the Lions, even though the Lions would love it. They're just sitting where they are. Some of these teams still have some hope. So well, the way, the way we got shaken out though, because next is Carolina. No, Carolina traded up. So who's sitting here at eight is uh, Jets. Right? Jets 
of the, the set Jets. the Seth variety. Yeah, Seth yeah. Jets. The forced trade that was forced into my hand. <laughs> I had to do it. Um, so you take Jalen Waddle here to Detroit, correct? That was the pick. All right. Well, the Jets are on the clock, and I'm going to stick with my guns here on giving Darnold some weapons. And we're going to have Alabama receivers go back-to-back. Probably the third-best receiver in the draft, Jalen – Jalen Waddle. Devontae Smith, Alabama. You're getting just another playmaker. You're getting – I mean, what else is there to say about the guy? Just, just, just great. I mean – Gives gives Darnold not the guy I wanted. I mean, I wanted Jamar Chase, but that's all right. I'll, I'll take what I get. You get you get the Heisman winner. So, not this not is a more this is a more reasonable spot to take a receiver though. You you're know? right. You're right. But if you're the Jets, you. I mean, it's not like taking Jamar Chase at two is a bad pick though. I think if I was the Jets and I'm sitting at two and I'm drafting somebody. I'm taking Penny. I'm taking Sewell. I mean, yeah. Going bookends. You got Beckham. I mean, unless you're coming back into the first round, I don't know. To me, Jamar Chase is clear and above the top receiver in this draft. And I don't want to miss on a guy like that. So I hear you. I guess my one thought with with the Jets set would be the offensive line is literally Mekhi Beckton and then Scrubs. To where you you just drafted Mims, give him a shot. Um, you got Henderson, the tight end yet, and then I think it's Henderson. I might have just screwed up the name. Herndon, you, I, I mean, you got Herndon. There it is, Herndon. You got a couple weapons. You know, let the weapons progress. I'd go get a tackle over think, a wide receiver. I mean, too. I mean, I think they got Mims. I don't, I don't see. I, I they got Mims. I'm happy with kind of. Crowder, but other than that, you got Crowder in the slot. Yes, Crowder, you Crowder know. in the slot. That's where he belongs. He can't do much. He's a else. solid player. He's just kind of like uh, Cole Beasley in the slot for Buffalo. He's Cole in the slot. Beasley, Beasley. To defend your your way of thinking, Seth, if if the Jets don't go quarterback, if they decide they're going with Darnold, they're going to trade back. I think, but I mean that's the decision they have to make, though. It is kind it's of logical. even trade off. It's logical. It's it's Jamar Chase at two, or it's Waddle or Smith that fall down to that other spot, and then extra draft compensation. Because they have, again, it's that one team that has holes everywhere, probably the most holes of any team. Maybe yep. the Eagles. I don't know. I mean, and, and, and like Jeremy Houston. said, Jamar Houston. Chase has not fallen below Philly. So unless you're Atlanta and you're just absolutely in love with a quarterback and you move up to two, two you move up two picks for a quarterback, but you still got Matt Ryan there. So – that's what that's what Kuiper Kuiper was projecting that that Atlanta traded up. Okay, I mean, I that would be tough because you still have a quarter a month, you know, a former MVP quarterback at at the position. So you're either taking, like you just said, you're either taking Chase at two or you're not getting Chase unless you, unless he falls. But nobody's projecting that. All right, so, we've spent enough time on the Jets, I believe. Yeah, we probably did. So the next pick's the Broncos, if the I'm Broncos. not mistaken. The Broncos were making nine. Broncos were making calls all this whole like first hour of the draft. They were just begging teams to just give them that spot until they realized that the quarterbacks were starting to fall. 
So now they're really, really happy that they have a choice to make here. They would have gone cornerback had they missed out. But the first, I believe this might be the first guy to be born in the year 2000, drafted into the NFL. Trey Lance, quarterback out of North Dakota State. Big North dude. Dakota State, boy. Big dude. Six four, close to home. 6'4", 227. Can move like no other. He's a project, but you know that's the Elway way. He takes the biggest quarterback available every time. And then they bust. <laughs> well, I mean, Lance. Yeah, he's a project. That's kind of what I remember hearing his name last year before the before COVID even hit. That he would be the one challenging Trevor Lawrence at the top for the best quarterback available. Obviously, he sat down this or he sat out this whole season. He only has one year of tape out there. But I think there's just undeniable talent. So he goes somewhere in the top 10. He's, I mean, probably. I mean, I've seen at least four quarterbacks in the top 10. We probably won't see that with this unless Jeremy screws Dallas or <laughs> unless they don't have, unless they move Am up. Am I up with Big D? You're, you're with the Big D. Dallas, now, 10. Now, Jeremy, I'm. I represent San Francisco 49ers at pick 12. And we're really begging for that number 10 pick. Now that we see there's only a few quarterbacks available. What do you think? I think I'm going to hold to my guns and stick it out here. There he is. Because you want a quarterback. Your one minute ticker starts. New York's not taking them, you know. So I think you're probably safe. To, I think I'm helping you not make this pick because New York's not taking a quarterback. Yeah, but there's I, other teams that are close that want to trade up. There might be the Patriots, might be the Bears. I don't know. The Patriots don't know how to draft. We know that. And then the, <laughs> the Giants need pass rush. They better make a move at 11. I am going to take the next defender on the board, um, and I am going to go with Patrick Sertain. Really? Um, Sertain, huh? The best – corner probably available in the draft um long lanky i mean he fits probably what really dallas is out to do i mean you gotta have you gotta have big guys on the outside um there's not really any other than scary terry there's not any big time receivers that you gotta worry about in the east right now but you just watched jamar chase go to eagles you know four picks earlier you want to get a guy to cover him i'm gonna go i'm gonna go patrick sertan out of alabama to come cover Jamar Chase of the Philadelphia Eagles. So you is want that, six? Is that you want six? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, is that three Alabama players in the top ten? Am I seeing that right? That is. Dang. Yeah. All right. I could see that happening. I mean, it's Alabama. So do we want to do a me. quick recap, real quick? I of, can. Uh, All right. I got it written down here too. Yeah. Go you, ahead, Seth. You want me to go one through ten, or just go six through ten? Or five through ten. Go go one through ten real quick. All right. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, Carolina, Zach Wilson with the trade. Houston, Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Atlanta takes Micah Parsons, first defender in the draft. Cincinnati gets their guy, Penny Sewell. Philly gets their guy in Jamar Chase. Here's our runner receivers. Detroit with Jalen Waddle. The Jets with Devontae Smith. Then our third quarterback off the list. Trey Lance to Denver and Patrick Sertan to Dallas. Top 10. 
so real quick, I'm going to go over this one more time and give where these guys fall in the top 50. Um, so Lawrence goes one. He's the number one rate overall player in the draft. Daniel Jeremiah is over, no, uh, top 50. Wilson goes two. He's the fourth ranked. Kyle Pitts goes three. He's the third ranked. Um, Micah Parsons goes four. He's the ninth ranked. Penny O'Sewell goes fifth. He's the 10th ranked. Chase goes six. He's ranked two. Jalen Waddle goes seven. He's ranked eight. Devonta, is, uh, he goes eight. He's ranked out seven. So that's perfect fit for them. Uh, Trey Lance goes nine. He's ranked 11. And then Patrick Sertan goes 10. He's ranked 15. Farley's ranked higher than him in this. But I, I think Sertan, I'd go Sertan first. It is really a flip of the coin for these guys. Whatever you a kind lot of, of these top two. Yep. I think Sertan's a bigger lockdown corner. So that's always a good way to go. More physical. And I, I think like if the Eagles ended up getting Jamar Chase, I think Dallas would go with a more physical guy just to deal with a physical receiver like that. I could, you see that happen with in-division teams like that, where literally you see somebody draft a player just off what their team just draft. I remember that happened when we took Wentz. I can't remember who it was. Somebody took a pass rusher immediately first round. It was another right. thing that happened with Lane Johnson too, but. All right, Seth, I got, uh, again, I got a couple of teams that are really just itching to get their quarterback. I got the 49ers are sweating at the next pick at 12. You're the Giants, right? Correct. I got the I got the, the Patriots at 15, really sweating. And there's a couple other wild card teams that didn't have a shot at getting into the top 10 that do now have a shot at getting up there and getting their guy. Talking about the Bears. Talking about even maybe Washington. So what do you think? What, what do you think? What are we Patriots, doing here? Patriots are giving you the best offer. Patriots. All right. I'll, I'll take the bait. Patriots probably wouldn't, wouldn't, because you're right. Bill Belichick ain't gonna do that. But it is, but well, it is. He's never had to worry about a quarterback in his life. You're, you're also right, and it's only four picks they're moving up. Exactly. But they're exactly. also dealing with their arch nemesis in the Giants. That's another thing. The team <laughs> that's that right. stole do they, their destiny. <laughs> Do they refuse to deal with the Patriots? Is that a is that a way to go? Or I think Bill Belichick's too proud to deal with the Giants. You think he is? He says, screw you to the Giants. I don't care if this is a good offer. I ain't taking it. Anyways, go ahead, Owen. Your pick 11, New England. Who is it? Justin Fields. <clears throat> he falls. I don't think he falls out of the top 10. But now that he does, team, I mean, there's going to be a point where – Teams are sweating to get those last two quarterbacks, and there and it doesn't matter. San Francisco would consider moving up one spot. Bears famously did that in a failed, horrific attempt in the, in uh, a year uh, draft past, and they could do it but again. They could do it again, but let's take let's go. Patriots get their guy, Justin Fields. Probably not. You think the, that's really their guy? Well, I I think they're gonna get one of these two guys. I actually think they're more thinking about Mac Jones, but. Just again, Justin Fields is a better prospect. So I think they go get that guy. I agree. I mean, Justin okay. Fields definitely over Mac Jones. I mean, that's not really much to talk about, but those Alabama boys, they seem to like Mac Jones better than Tua, though. So I guess that says something. Um, but yeah, Justin Fields, it makes sense. It at least gives them a young guy to work with, gives Josh McDaniels, you know, I would see, I would. Personally, I'd rather have Trey Lance over Justin Fields. 
in a certain situation, just because I think the potential with Lance is just so much more, but Fields is more of a, a pro ready. He's more ready now to just jump in and go. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, but you're, plus, you're back, I mean, back Owen. San Francisco I will, is on I'll take block. it. Plus McDaniels is probably looking to the future, his future as the Patriots head coach here coming in the next few years. San Francisco comes next. Again, they've been sweating. Quarterback is their only need. They keep their trying to convince need. everybody. I mean, their only real big need. And uh, they've been trying to convince everybody that Jimmy Garoppolo is their guy. Just make the case. They take Mac Jones, quarterback Adams. Wow. That would be huge. Huge. And scary. I would be scared. I would be that, scared. That would be uh, very questionable. They would, they would call that highly questionable by some. I mean, he attacks downfield. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't attack downfield. You know, he is – I mean, I know Shanahan. We, we all know what he thinks of Jimmy Garoppolo in the back of his mind. He's not super athletic. They would have preferred the athleticism. They would have preferred Justin Fields. Maybe Trey Lance, depending on their system. But, I mean, Mac Jones is you, – you talk about Zach Wilson being the darling of the mock draft season. Mac Jones also up there getting boosted up. Mac Jones is third on the old Chris Sims quarterback rankings. Again, the highly accurate pre-draft quarterback rankings from Chris Sims. That is unbelievable. Daniel Jones probably the only one he's ever really missed out on. You know, he um, was, like, spot on on Lamar and uh, – Mahomes. Who was – Mahomes, he was spot on on Lamar. He was spot on on Mahomes. Um, he was a he wasn't off on Baker, but he was a little light on Baker, and he was he on, just on thought, Josh Allen. He thought he was third best. He only had Lamar and Josh Allen above Baker, which he was yep. right on. And then he had Darnold and Josh Rosen after that. No, he's been yeah. I was gonna say he's been good. Like he's been very good on his yeah. QB ratings. Now he threw a wild card in there with that Kellen Mond. Out of Texas a <laughs> So we won't be seeing him in the first round unless he really convinces somebody. But, uh, yeah, San Francisco, Mac Jones, 12. On to 13. Me, you're up with the L.A. Chargers yeah. at 13. Super Chargers. Go. You know, it's, you know, this is a good spot for Kyle Pitts, I think, if he slides out of the top 10. I think this is a really good spot for him. Um but I think at this point, it's just kind of – well, you know, Kyle Farley's still out there. Shoot, Farley would be a good spot right here. But I think you got to protect your asset. And uh, at this point, it just comes down to which offensive line you like – the offensive tackle you like the most. So it just comes down to Vera Tucker, Rashawn Slater, or Christian Darisau. Um And honestly, Owen, which one do you think is the best? Say the names again. Christian Darisauer, Virginia Tech, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, or uh, Tucker, uh, Vera Tucker out of USC. I take Darisauer. I'm Rashawn Slater. I was going to go Tucker out of USC because they're just kind of known for pushing out tackles. So thanks for the help, boys. I will go with Kyle. Uh, uh, <laughs> <I'm> going to... <laughs> no, I'm going to go tackle here. I think you really you have to protect your um, your asset, and just for the simple fact that I got. You know what? On this this mock right here, Slater's the one going the most. So I'm going to go with Rashawn Slater here uh, to the Chargers. 
that's the only reason that most most of the scouts have them high on the board, and that's all I'm yep. really following. I don't really know, you know, who's as as the days go by, you get a little more used to the to the fits and the needs and the specific talents of each of each prospect. But um, it's always so, it's always a good idea to resort back to the best player available. I will say the one thing that has kind of popped up a lot about Slater is he seems to probably be the most athletic coming out. Um, the guy at the USC though seems to kind of be very athletic as well, but lanky. He's kind of got a wider build. But Slater seems to be the guy that they keep on touting as possibly the most athletic lineman, uh, left tackle coming out. So I'll go him to LAC. They got lucky, I would say that they got. They probably got. They got the choice of tackles outside of Benay Sewell, which oh, is yeah. their most glaring need at offensive yeah. line for sure. I think it'll come down to him or that that tackle out of uh, USC. USC is just known for pushing out left tackles. Like that's been one of their big positions that they've always been after. So, but I'll, yeah, I'll stick with Slater. All right, fifteen. No, just kidding. Fourteen. Minnesota. This guy falls into their laps. Crazy enough, who's a top ten prospect, and the board that I'm looking at is number five on their prospect list. Caleb Farley, cornerback out of. Virginia Tech, if I believe that's correct. Correct. Yep. Yep. Another so, big, lanky corner. Yep. And that's exactly what Minnesota could use is some defense, some corners. And they get arguably the best corner in the draft, Caleb Farley. It's pretty even between Sertan and Farley. So just fill in the need, and you're getting a good player added to it. Caleb Farley, corner. To Minnesota. You got to think if he slides like this, somebody bound to move up. If I mean, if you're Minnesota, like you love it. I mean, why? You, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but I think if he falls like this, I think somebody goes up and trades for him. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, he's definitely a talent, talent enough. Yeah, you would. He'd be a guy that you'd want to go get. If he wasn't right, there, would you be going off O line? Yes, I. Yep. That, I agree. Yep. O line for of, sure. uh, we're fourteen picks through, and on Daniel Jeremiah's top uh, top fifty prospects, uh, one through twelve are all gone. Okay, so or at least we're falling in line. Fairly, I mean, not not at the right spots in a sense, but we, I mean, we are taking the top prospects. There's always at this point in the draft, there's one wonky guy that goes where you're just like, you know, like Mac Jones at 12 kind of thing. You know what? That's the one number that's fallen out here because he's the 33 ranked prospect going at 12. And right in front of him is 12, and right behind him is six. And I'm just like, nah, but whatever. It's the most important <laughs> position on the field. You're like, I man, you, I think all five quarterbacks go in the top 15, if not the top 10. You think that's Mac Jones goes that early? I think he can absolutely I mean, go top 10. Yeah, I mean, if he falls to New England at 15, yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. I think somebody's bound to slide. I think one of them is bound to slide. The thing about the quarterbacks is, like, I don't think any – I don't think a lot of quarterbacks get taken, especially in the, the last half of the – end of the half, first half of the first round. Um, I don't think – if they're going to take a quarterback, they're going up to get him. I don't think – if you're in New England at 15 and someone falls to you, I don't think you're like, ah, oh, yeah, what the hell? We'll take a chance at quarterback if he's here. I think you like that guy. You want to make sure you go get that guy because there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of other teams behind him that could still make that play up 
pick number 10, let's say. What's funny um, about you saying that, though, about how you think these quarterbacks will go early is there's always quarterbacks that do go late in the first, like Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Herbert. Oh, shoot, no, I got Herbert wrong. But Lamar and Aaron fall into that. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, Herbert I mean, was, at, at this rate, Kyle Trask could go at the end of the first round. I you can know? see Trask. He's probably, what, number six on most people's boards? I was going to say, I've seen him fall in, like, very top of the second round on a lot of mocks, too. But it just it does seem like there's always one guy that falls to the late uh, the end of the first round. Um, I'm not saying that's going to be Mac Jones because I think Mac Jones has got a damn good chance of going early. Um, personally, I'd probably take Mac Jones over Trey Lance or Justin Fields myself. Um, but somebody got to slide. I, it it's hard to think that you're 14 picks through and you got five quarterbacks. That's wild to me. I think it's a good quarterback draft. And a lot of quarterback needy teams. Anyways, you, 15. Do you guys really think Giants. it's that good of a quarterback draft? I, Compared to most years, I mean, remember Kyler Murray? Like, there was no other quarterback in that draft besides Daniel Jones, I guess. You know, compared to that year, I mean, last year it was Joe Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. Uh, we're talking five guys. But, uh, sorry, Seth, I mean, you're going back-to-back picks here, aren't you? I am. The Giants, they finally get to make a selection after they traded with the team that they love so much uh, 15 to the giants. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I've had time to study. I am indeed going to go edge rusher, defensive line, Quiddy Pie out of Michigan, probably the best uh, edge rusher in this draft who has got a lot of potential, not, not perfectly molded. He's still got some work to do, but, Got a lot of potential, kind of like a former Michigan guy a couple years ago by the name of Rashawn Gary, who had a lot of potential as well. Took a, about a year and a half to get into his get into his mold, but he did. Quiddy Pie kind of falls along that same line. So Quiddy Pie to the Giants here, get them some help. Fills a need. Passer. Exactly. Fills a need. Filling needs. That's kind of, you know, most teams, that's what they do. So, yeah, Quiddy Pie, Michigan to the Giants at 15. Jeremy's up with the Cardinals at number 16. You know. Who just got J.J. Watt. Find that. Right. Um, way to break some news, Seth, on the J.J. Watt train. Are yep. you wearing the Cardinals jersey and sitting under the squat rack, too? It's there. <laughs> Give it to me. Um. Cardinals are another team that kind of fit the mold of where I went with the Chargers. I, I feel like you've got to go and protect your your assets. After going – hey, my guy. Let's uh, drink. Love it. Love it. Uh, Seth, what you drinking? I got to know now. I got water. Wow, letting us down Ooh. on the pod. Letting us down on the pod. So – Got to keep hydrated, you know. I get, I, I hear that. Um, I got one of two things going on here. It just depends on how bad who ends up with the Packer pick. Thanks. I do. Yeah. Do you want to watch JC Horn go right here? That would be heartbreaking, but that's all right. I got another player in mind. So I think JC Horn, I mean, I get it. I, I, I get the, I get the, it's, it fills the need, so I get it. More, Especially more if likely. Peterson goes. Yeah, and now that J.J. Watt 
fills a need that they previously needed. So um, probably won't be drafting anymore. But you could go. You could go tackle here. Um, they could definitely use that too. Yeah, I was gonna say you got to protect your asset. It seems like you got to think when you bring Watt in. I, I I'm, I'm gonna go off the assumption that um, I got a mock draft in front of me, and they had Patrick Sertan going to the Cardinals. Ain't happening. That's wild. If Sertan falls to 16, that's actually kind of wild. Um, so with the last one, I took Slater. This one, I'm going to take Dar- Darisau. Um, just in time. Just in time, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Christian Darisau here. Um, probably, I mean, kind of like like we said earlier, just kind of like a coin flip on who's the next best tackle. But, yeah, I'll go Christian Darisau, tackle out of Virginia Tech. Um, you got to protect your assets. Quarterback is your most important asset. So I think he ends up probably – with Watt showing up, I mean, pass rush creates a better secondary. I, like I said, I assume uh, Patrick Pearson's back. So, yeah, Darisau protect uh, Kyler Murray, kind of go after that Super Bowl. That's going to be your best bet, you know. Now, I know, I know I know you wouldn't, but what are the chances Cardinals are sitting here with their pick of the top two running backs? What are the chances that they do it? I know you would but they're looking at this. They're like, okay, probably losing Peterson. We're going to be looking at cornerback. But these other two running backs, are great talent. Do you pick a corner I mean, that early? If if I'm going to get ridiculed for taking a receiver at two, I'm coming at you. <laughs> I um, I don't think even even beyond my mindset on taking running backs early. I don't think you take a back here. All right. I mean, you got Kenyon Drake. You I, I get what Edmonds, you're saying, though. They I were kind of hot on Edmonds. You got Drake. I assume they go sign somebody in free agency. I just don't see it. See, the thing about tackle where I kind of questioned it, too, is DJ Humphreys kind of come into his own last year a little bit. But I don't think they got a guy on the other side is the problem. That's true. Because um, Humphreys you know plays right tackle, right? And then Mackay, it wasn't it Kelvin Beecham that played their left. I think so. I think what Darisaw, what I know about Darisaw is he's left career left tackle. He's one of the yeah. safe. He's one of the safe bets at left tackle, even safer than like Panay Sewell, who is almost a a guard by trade in the way yep. he plays. Um, so the I mean, you could look at it like Vera Tucker played guard most of his career until last year. He played left tackle. That could be a yep. way you want to do. He looked to but, be better at tackle though for USC. Right. So left if you want I mean left tackle, if you're taking the safest left tackle prospect, then Darisaw probably what I would be doing. Yep. All right. So Darisaw to the Cardinals, right? Just want to confirm that. All right. So the Raiders are on the board number 17, the Las Vegas Raiders. Doing my best Raider. Chris Berman impersonation there. The great. Um, so I'm gonna take the one of the other offensive linemen that we have been talking about here who's still on the board and that fills a need for them once again they could uh, use some help protecting Derek Carr giving Josh Jacobs some more running mm-hmm. lanes just just help that offensive line because Carr is the answer there Josh Jacobs is obviously the answer at running back they have some weapons out wide so you know their offense is in pretty solid shape they could use some help on the line I'm going Elijah Vera Tucker here, offensive Ooh. lineman from USC. 
who can play a little bit of everything, actually. I know, Jeremy, you had mentioned, um, you know, left tackle, obviously, but he, he's a guy that could slide in as well. Obviously, he can move to right tackle. So they have some flexibility there, but they fill a huge need. They're, they're keeping with their quarterback. They're not going to add to that rotation. They're not going to be a part of that circus. Derek Carr's their guy. Elijah Bear Tucker is their first-round pick. Um, yeah, I mean, just seems like one of those hidden gems in the middle of the draft where you can just put them wherever you want to put them. Yep. You can try them out at different spots. If it doesn't work out, you always got to back up from somewhere else. Um, so the clarification on my Miami to Houston trade earlier, I didn't realize I had the second Miami pick of the first round. So I will, instead of punting the second first round of that trade to next year, I will take it since it's mine. Houston gets both pick three and pick 18 from Miami Dolphins. So, so, this, they, is so this is Houston again. This is Houston's pick. Okay. Just because I didn't want, if it was one of you guys, I didn't want to like force you into, uh, into anything. But this okay. is Houston's pick, pick 18. <clears throat> they got their pass catcher, dynamo pass catcher, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Do they, do they take a quarterback here? The, <laughs> Kyle Trask. <laughs> yeah, might be mean, a, you, might you, be already threw, you already threw Mac Jones right up there. You know, might look, man, well. look, man. I I know I was I was going high on the quarterbacks earlier, but I'm not I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a loose cannon. Wait, so wait a minute. Houston in, in this hypothetical trade of yours, Houston gets Tua and these two first round picks, right? And yeah, and whatever in the back end that they need to flush it out. Yeah. But, but Tua is part of this. Tua is part of this. Tua so goes really, from Miami. So really, they're getting their quarterback as well. Right. That's what that was my thought. That was my thought. Okay. Um, All right. So they don't need a quarterback then, hypothetically. Right. Right. They're going to give Tua a shot. And I, like I said, I just keep falling back to that guy, just really loving Tua. So Houston is here. They're looking at the best prospects at positions of need, they're taking chances. Should we go replace J.J. Watt with the pass rusher here? You think about it. You think about it for sure. There's a, there's a top 15 pass rusher probably sitting there right now. thing about it is you also still have a need at wide receiver one because Will Fuller is basically gone. If there's a Texan free agent right now, I don't think they're re-signing. There's no reason for them to re-sign a Houston at that dumpster fire. So what's going to happen here, Seth, and I'm sorry to say, but uh, Houston Texans select wide receiver Kadarius Tony out of Florida. Nope. They get some dynamo pass You you really think they'd get a wide receiver here? Because they got Cobb right now. It's kind of the same thing. Cobb is yeah. Cobb is uh, old news. Old old. Because they got Cobb. Who do they got at receiver after Will Fuller? They got they got two wait guys, wait. Cobb did you and... take Kyle Pitts at Houston for Houston at number three? I did. You're getting yeah. his buddy. You do that on purpose, Owen? I didn't. I actually forgot that Tony played at Florida and Kyle Pitts played at Florida. So you yes, this is bastard. just how. They <laughs> did. It just worked out like that. Um, Tony can be wide receiver one, just the way he's being hyped up. Routes running, he's a yak guy. He can do whatever you want with him, especially with a new offensive mind in there. Uh, they got future picks coming in this in this very draft from Miami, or maybe next one, just whatever they want. But add, add in breaking sets hard. Don't forget that. 
you know, whatever you want. You got Laramie Tunsil. You're going to start adding to the offensive line later on in this draft. Maybe trade up again for one of these. I mean, there's a lot of tackles at the back end of the first round that you're looking at. So I think they put themselves in a good spot with some some boomer bust picks here with Kyle Pitts, Darius Tony, help out Tua in his first year, try to bring something new to Houston. Darius Tony. All right. The Washington football team, Jeremy's just picking within the division, just keeping it, keeping it close. He gets them at 19 on the clock, Washington. All right. There's one position that immediately comes to my mind. Defensive line. (laughs) The only one they don't need. Right side of the ball, wrong side of the levels there. Ooh, really? So we are going to go. I'm, I'm taking a cornerback here for I, sure. I, it's, All right. That's probably the only weakness on defense if you look at it. Really, they're the biggest weakness. But yeah. Excuse anyway, me. sorry. Go right. ahead. Farley's gone. Sertan's gone. Who is the next guy available? Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> Seth, do you want to tell me the name? Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. That's that sounds pretty uh, right to me. He's going round two to Philadelphia. Um, it's written in funny ink how on it, paper. it falls like that for you, huh? He's written in ink on my paper. Um, let's just put a W. Watch oh, there Seth, now you just lost so, it. Seth has to pick for you with the 19th overall pick. We are taking the 25th overall rated on Daniel Jeremiah's big board, um, cornerback. Ranked guy at cornerback, J.C. Horn, um, a big physical cornerback. Like I said earlier about the Cowboys taking Sertan, when you watch in division, somebody go get somebody that you think is going to be a next guy, a receiver to my chase, you got to follow this up with big corners. So I could see this very well be a, being a thing. Is You know, Dallas last year took C.D. Lamb just to kind of screw with the Eagles. Um, I really want to drop an F-bomb there. But – uh now they're going to follow up by hitting the Eagles back to try to cover the Eagles guy because, you know, the Eagles are going to bring in Jamar Chase and just abuse the fact that he's in the field. So, yeah, I think I could see Washington and Dallas following this up. Honestly, I could have, I could see a spot where, uh, where um, Giants sit still there and take a corner or a safety – a corner or a pass rusher. I think uh, other than the Eagles, all of the NFC East could go defense this year. Yep, I could see it too. But I right. think Washington will probably – they'll probably franchise tag Sheriff, Brandon Sheriff, so he doesn't get out. They'd be smart too, yeah. It would be very smart too. Um, and then, I mean, you got to – you got the only thing that they'd really go after on offense would be a quarterback, maybe, because um, they don't have any glaring weaknesses on offense. Maybe stack up on the line. But, yeah, I think if J.C. Horn falls to Washington's lap at 19, lock it up. All right, I will recap 10 through 20 after I make the Bears pick right here, which I already have locked in, selected. Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota wide receiver. They're probably going to lose Allen Robinson. They could maybe franchise tag him or sign and trade. There's been talk like that. But hypothetically, Allen Robinson is somewhere else next year. They're going to need another wide receiver. Rashad Bateman, probably the next best one on the on the list. Uh, out of Minnesota, big guy, uh, can do a little bit of everything as well. Um, gonna be gonna be a good addition. Gonna be a good 
um, replacement for, for Allen Robinson. So Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, staying close, staying in the Midwest, just what he likes, staying in the cold. Owen, you're up. I thought you were doing the recap. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're do, right. do the recap. All right, 10 through 20. Uh, Dallas is at 10. Patrick Sertan, corner out of Alabama. New England gets their guy, Justin Fields. San Francisco comes out of nowhere, makes their first the worst first round pick of the first of the first round. Mac Jones. LA Chargers get Rashawn Slater. Minnesota gets Caleb Farley, falls in their laps. Giants get Quiddy Pie. Cardinals get the first of two offensive linemen here, Christian Derisaw. Raiders get Elijah Vera Tucker. Houston at 18 gets Kadarius Tony, breaks Seth's heart. Washington gets J.C. Horn, breaks Seth's heart again. And then Chicago Bears get Rashad Bateman to end out the top 20. Owen with number 21, you know, Indianapolis Colts. I just, Seth, I just got to chime in because you just said that the worst pick of the first round so far. Um, you just did 10 through 20, right? Correct. I'm just going to give you where they fall on the big board. Patrick Sertan, 15. Fields, 20. Mac Jones is 33. Rashawn Slater is number six. Caleb Farley is number five. Quiddy Pate is uh, 18. Christian Derisau is 28. Elijah Vera Tucker is 14. Kadervis Tony is 20. J.C. Hone is 25. And Rashad Bateman doesn't show up on the top 50. Really? Interesting. There's there's three other receivers on there. None of them are from Minnesota. When is so I've seen I got I got Matt Miller's and the draft network pulled up here. When is this DJ top top fifty? When was this released? Um this the generation? one I've got. Um because I've only really seen it recently with Rashad Bate. So the one I'm pulling up is twenty January twenty sixth, apparently. Um, but Bateman, I would still think would fall behind that Elijah, whatever, out of Mississippi State, and the guy from LSU, I'd still think he'd fall behind them. the The guy from Mississippi State, I think it's Mississippi State. He's the same thing as uh, like he's very similar to Kadarius Tony. He just doesn't have the height. The thing about Bateman, I think what happened recently, and people are freaking out about it. Reportedly, a four three seven. At his pro day, which would be a huge deal. dish, especially for a six foot one big guy like that. Yep. So, again, I mean, there's a lot of these guys. I mean, JT Horn, because Darius Tony, pretty obvious first round selections. There's a lot of these other guys where it's like, do they go here? I'm looking that's, at a bunch of other guys. Be the end of the first round, that's going to be all of them. It's like, it's all of them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really give or take. And I'm scared. I'm scared to make these choices because I'm not super confident in them, but I have to fake like I am. <laughs> See, Always. You know I mean? Fake it till you make it, Owen. No. You're, you're on the clock, by the way. I'm officially yes. setting the time just cool. to keep this Colts, moving. Colts need a left tackle. Colts need a left tackle big time. Uh, secondary need, they need literally in the secondary corner. Is there, Cornerback two, since Xavier Rhodes is leaving, they could use You're another. You're not taking a quarterback here. Not taking a quarterback here. They might. I mean, they have the best quarterback in the in the offseason. Kind of that got moved in the offseason, right? Former MVP candidate. 
<laughs> okay. Super Bowl winner. Quit, quit giving Too me soon. the eyes. I'm trying to make Too my pick here. Okay, okay. Let me back up. They're looking for their left tackle prospect. A lot of the big ones are gone. Uh, Matt Miller doesn't like what I'm doing here, but the draft network does. I'm going to try to split it in the middle. I'm going to give him Tevin Jenkins, left tackle out of Oklahoma State, getting a lot of play in the last week or two. Um, this might be a reach for them if they like if they don't like one of these top tackle prospects as much as if they like best player available. They'll pick him in the second round. There's a lot of tackles going in the second round. It's like where are you seeing um, this guy, of, Owen? Tevin Jenkins. Kevin Jenkins, tackle out of Oklahoma State. Other other tackles I was looking at was Samuel Cosme out of Texas. 13th on the big board of the draft network. Matt Miller doesn't like him as much. Um, another one is Jalen Mayfield, tackle out of Michigan. I was going to say, that's of, probably who I would have went there, Mayfield. He's huge. Yeah, I mean, they're all huge. <laughs> There's a six foot nine guy in the back of the second round. You want to go get him? That's the dude from Minnesota, isn't it? Um, I think he was... Is like South Dakota or something. The guy from Minnesota is like six foot nine, four hundred pounds or something crazy. Like that. There you go. Let's get him. No, I'm just kidding. I think because JC Horn's gone, they would have liked to go there. Terry's Tony's gone. They might go a different receiver here. There's a lot of other prospects, but I'm gonna. What about? Do uh, you think about Dylan Raddins out of um, North Dakota State? Trey Lance's boy. There he is at 39. I would I would consider him. Draft Network has three other guys ahead of him. Matt Miller has you two didn't other think guys ahead of him. Up for Trey Lance. Well, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, Seth, who, what are we who doing? Who are you here? taking? Who? Who? Pulled him out. Pulled him out. He's gonna disrespect out of his mouth every time I take a pick. Tevin Jenkins, tackle out of Oklahoma State. Okay. Get, like I said, like I said, get him. Give give him a lot of play this week. My uh, scouts alike. All right, Jeremy, you're up 22 with the Tennessee Titans on the clock. The Tennessee Titans. So, player fell right back, into the right? That's where they go? No. Um, Seth and Owen, you guys both miss this guy at least once each. Um, I got to go back up the big board because he's that high up it. I, f- I figure – I think I know where you're going with this. We are go going ahead. out of the University of Miami – Gregory Gregory Russo. Russo? Russo. Gregory Russo? Russo. There we go. Gregory Russo to the Tennessee Titans. Got to get somebody to pair across from Clowney. I'm not even sure Clowney's back. Wasn't he on just this is last year of his deal? I believe he's still injured, right, Owen? Is he playing this week? I think he had just a lot of contract questions. Wow, nice joke. (laughs) Owen didn't get uh, it. Owen didn't I get it. it. That's fine. I thought I you were still okay. I didn't know you were clowning me. Hey. Ah, I get it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a one-year, twelve million dollar deal that he had. So he is not part of the Titans. I think if uh, if he falls into their lap at pick twenty-two, you gotta take him. He's the thirteenth-rate prospect. Seth, what are you laughing at? You look hurt. <laughs> just, just Davian Clowney still is. Just thinking about it. <laughs> really cracking yourself up over there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, I think that would be an ideal pick right there. They need they need defense. Uh, it doesn't really matter what it is on defense. They just need it. So, uh, that's probably the last highly touted defender on the board. So, go get him. 
He's a long rangey guy. I mean, he's I think he's all of six seven. Um, he, like I said on one of the previous pods, he reminds me a lot of Michael Johnson that went to the Bengals a couple years, not a couple years, like ten years ago. Um, years. But no, he's productive. I mean, he wasn't bad in college, um, but he's definitely like physically gifted. Like he's an athlete, and he's huge. He's like, he's tall, very very tall. There's like four edge rushers going in that back half of the first round, so Titans are getting one of them. Like it's a foregone conclusion. They need. And him. if he's and if he's available, he's the best one of them. You're gonna take him. Yep. All right. Uh, the Jets are on the clock, and this falls perfectly for them because they get another need. They're taking a running back, first running back off the board, but which one is it? Taking Najee Harris out of Alabama over Travis Etienne, which, you know, debates there on who's number one, but Najee Harris going to New York Jets. He's going with his buddy, Devontae Smith, who I selected with the Jets earlier. So a couple of Alabama boys heading north. Listen to him. I took him too. Just, I just drafted saying. him too. Just saying. I'm just, Seth, I'm just waiting for you to tell me. I, re- I revealed the Jets. <laughs> well, Owen, Owen got to pick twice for Miami or for Houston. So I'm picking twice for New York. It's true. I should get it's the Packer pick. It's only fair. I, I get the Packer pick. It's only fair. You guys broke my heart twice. I'm taking it. Owen, you're up with Pittsburgh. Uh, it's tricky because Pittsburgh Steelers would have went Najee Harris, I think. Um, do they go Travis Etienne? Don't forget I, to mention they just fixed Ben's contract. They did. So what they're going to do is they're going to sign another left tackle. Taylor Mayfield from Michigan. Jalen he's a seems to be a safe prospect. Not a lot of uh, fluctuation from where he's going. It's always twenty through thirty. Yep. Um, there's a lot of those other guys. Classy Pittsburgh pick, though. You know what I mean? They need it. I think. I don't know. I think Villanueva is gone. I think he's a free agent now. Um, they got an aging offensive line in general. They have one young guy that they like. Pouncey's retired. I mean, that's where you kind of start building. They you got to get ca- the Castro. I mean, you got to do some of this Castro's contract. I think so. I, they do need a running back really bad. They're thinking about ETN here, but I think that um, it'd be easier to get a running back in the second, third round, maybe Chubba Hubbard, something like that. But um, tackle, you kind of want to sure that up. You want to take a couple of chances on the offensive line. So Jalen Mayfield, Michigan. I just want to say something real quick. Um, he'll be the fourth best Jalen in the uh, the state of uh, Pennsylvania. Just saying. But go on. J- Jalen Rager better than him? And Jalen Mills. But continue. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Am I up next? Am I 25? Seth, you're muted. Sorry. <laughs> Jacksonville. You're up with Jacksonville. I am the Jackson. I get two picks too. What? Hey, <laughs> I re- rebuilt the Jaguars. Um, oof, where do we want to go here? Um, I've I've been hearing a little scuttlebutt about the second Jaguars pick, and I will lay it on you after your pick. I actually don't really know where to go with this right now. Um, because last year. 
I mean, recently you've got uh, Chase on or whatever, the pass rusher. you got Josh Allen. Uh, you got C.J. Henderson not too long ago. So, I mean, you got young defenders. Um, who's available on the big board? Shoot, let's keep going through here. You don't need a running back. You don't need a, t- uh, you don't need a quarterback. You don't really need a wide receiver. Do you go pass rush just to mess it up? Mm-mm-mm. Boys, I actually don't know where to go here. You might you know what? go maybe. O-line. I was just going to say, maybe I'm going to go with – I started depleting all the tackle prospects. I'm kind of going down the line after every one of my picks. You can go interior. I, I've read recently that Jacksonville might do some salary cap dump and move on from Norwell on the inside. You know what? Seth, you and I are thinking one and the same right now. I just got to find the MFer's name. I figured you'd Wyatt go with your Davis. boy. Yeah, that's your Wyatt boy, isn't Davis. it? Wyatt Davis. Yes, it is. I am a Wyatt Davis fan. If that guy ends up in the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm buying that jersey day one. Um, <laughs> give me Wyatt Davis, the best interior lineman in the draft, bar none, not even close. Might be the best lineman in the draft. At me, Owen Benson. I don't want. I don't, I don't even care. Um, it's just as simple as this. He is the best interior prospect in the draft. It's not even close. Yes, Davis. He's six four, three ten. The dude's played a little bit all over the place for Ohio State, uh, mainly interior stuff. I mean, they didn't really kick him out. I think he did play tackle, if I remember right, one of the games in the playoffs. I don't know if it was this year or last year, but I mean, the dude's bar none, the best interior draft uh, prospect this year. Um, I don't think he falls in the top 50, so it's officially broken. Um, on to the next pick. <laughs> All right, Beautiful. I'm going. Um, I got Cleveland on the board here. Start my timer, but kind of already decided. But I'm looking at a couple names, but probably going to go with this guy, Edge Rusher out of the U. I hope his name wasn't said earlier, but I don't believe so. Had to look for sure. But um, Jalen Phillips. He wasn't said. That's why I thought about just going with the Jags pick. Jalen Phillips right here. Now another edge rusher. Cleveland could use it. Missed out on J.J. Watt. So give give Miles Garrett a, uh, a little buddy on the other side. Just want to let you guys know he's the fifth. Best Jalen in all of the – anyways. <laughs> Owen, you're up with the Baltimore Ravens at 27. What would you guys say if you were uh, – let's say you were the Chicago Bears, Baltimore Ravens come to you and they say, hey, uh, we'll give you pick number 27. Just franchise tag Allen Robinson for us. Give us, give him under contract. We'll trade you pick twenty seven for Allen Robinson straight up. What do you say? Yeah, that's. I don't know. Did I stretch? Uh, oh, and say bit. it to me one more a time. Bit. Baltimore Ravens are sitting here. They don't like the prospects available as much as they love Allen Robinson. They've called the Bears up to say, "Listen, sign your boy." We'll give you pick 27 straight up for Allen Robinson with a contract. What do you say? So first round pick for Allen Robinson. I don't like it. 
don't think I he's don't worth know it? how I feel about it either. I think you got to get you got to get another pick back. I mean, I don't Allen Robinson in like a third or something. Right. Do you go get Allen Robinson or do you go get um, Tutu Atwell out of Louis, uh, Louisville? That'd I think be, that I think he's too early for him. Ball. I think that it is a little early. too. I would say it's a little too early for him. But if you're if you're that deep in for wide receiver, go get a burner. Go get another. Uh, there, to me, run. there's other there's other guys mm-hmm. out there that would fit that mold. I'm are, just so so. This isn't my idea. This is a Matt Miller uh, conjure up. I was just throwing it out there for you guys to. Uh, to me, to me, it's a little 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 too much. But, All right. That's fair. I'm I'm considering it. I mean, if that's if that's how I get out, I'm dead to rights doing it for sure. But uh, for the sake of the selection, Baltimore Ravens are going to select. Rashad Bateman's gone. Paris Tony's gone. Maybe they love a receiver here. Terrace Marshall out of LSU is getting a lot of play recently. You think he's better you know, than Tutu? I mean, you guys watch Tutu at all? That guy's good, dude. You, I just, you're, you're missing one guy that I who. Anyway, go ahead, Owen. Your 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 time is running low. Well, I think you you're filling my time here. So am I supposed to be able to make a pick myself, or are you gonna yeah, talk? Give the boy Seth. twenty seconds. Seth, Jesus Christ, Seth. Hey, Jesus! Geez. What are we doing? Seth? I'm just kidding. Uh, Aziz Ajulari, edge rusher. I just don't know. Um, yeah, it just depends on what you love. If they love a receiver here, they're going to take him. If they don't love a receiver him here, they're going to try to get Allen Robinson, and they're going to try to fill a different need. That's my thoughts. That's my thoughts here. I think you need – I mean, Rondale Moore is a guy that's shooting up draft rankings. That could be an option. But uh, That's that's the one I was thinking about. Ed Rusher being another position of need, Aziz Ajulari being the last, like, maybe rock-solid edge rusher for two rounds. It's very top heavy or top heavy in the sense that it's probably going to be all spent in the first round. Uh, give Baltimore an edge, Russia. All right. Wow. Jeremy, you're up with the New Orleans Saints. Nola. Where do we go? Because um, these guys are kind of everything but quarterback for the Saints is kind of stacking on because they don't really have any weaknesses but they could probably use secondary help. Um, there's not any, like, real top-flight safeties, is there, this year? Only one that I can see. Yeah, and I think you'd almost rather go corner. The thing about corner is there's a lot in the second, third round. I know, and that's what I was just looking at. I'm like, none of these guys I would take here. Um I think the Saints – I think I'm going my boy Tutu right here. Saints don't have a deep threat right now. Oh, you just – I don't don't know where you're coming from, man, but that's all right. It's you either going to be Tutu or Elijah Moore out of Mississippi. That's the guy I was comparing to uh, – I'd go – to Curry. me, I would go Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Nah. But you, you you're up. going Tutu? Um, Tutu Atwell. Give me Tutu Atwell out of Louisville. Might be the might, might be the best name in the in the draft, but he might be the fastest person in the draft. All right, trust All right. me, trust me. All right, that, he, you're right. he's uh, Jeremy, he's got you're track right. Speed. Yeah. Trust me, 
You always have those wonky picks at the end of the first round. That's one of them. He he would real quickly to me turn into uh, who did they have out of Ohio State that the Dolphins drafted top six? Who was uh, great wide receiver? Ted Ginn. He'll turn into the new Ted Ginn, but he'd be better than Ted Ginn. Well, congratulations to the Saints for drafting their Scotty Miller. Important piece. Track star. <laughs> You're talking track speed, man. That's all I'm saying. Who is this guy, Seth? I don't know, man. You picked Tutu <laughs> Atwell in the first round. I'm talking so. about that guy. I'm talking about the guy on the screen right there. Another one of those guys where it's like he could be first, he could be in the third round. It's It's been think, all over the place. I think Tutu will go in the first. I think he'll go late, late one. And I think this is, of all these places coming out at the end here, I think that's the ideal spot for him to end up. Breeze or not. All right. Well, the Packers are finally going to draft a linebacker in the first round because the receivers are gone, the corners are gone. What else are they going to do? They're finally getting the linebacker and getting a good one. There's only been one linebacker selected in the first round so far. They're getting probably the second best one. And the Bronco Nagurski winner last year, which goes to the best defensive player in the nation, Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa, who is a former quarterback in, I believe, high school. So he's a pretty athletic guy. He's a guy that they can move around a lot. He's a guy that can Quarterbacks cover. are athletic stuff? Well, of course. I mean, other than Tom Brady, but um, – Oh! Uh, anyways, where was I? Uh, yeah, Zach Collins. Um, he's he's going to do it all for the Packers. He's going to be their saving grace in the middle of the field. Finally, he can team up with Chris Barnes, do everything that – we want a linebacker to do for Green Bay, which they haven't had for years. Put it on the board. I like it. Wasn't Bronco Nagurski a safety? No, he's a fullback. Bronco Nagurski was a fullback? Well, apparently the the, the trophy's named after him. So I, I guess thought, I'm not was, sure. Isn't it the Butkus Award? That was the Dick Butkus Award. It is the Dick Butkus Award, I think. That's no, not Dick what Buckus I read. I think Seth is right, Owen. I think we're both catching the phone. It says he was the Bronco Nagurski. He ended his college career by claiming the Bronco Nagurski Trophy, which was awarded to the nation's no. best defensive player. That's it is the Buckets Award, too, though. The line, Okay, best linebacker is the Dick Buckets Award. Okay. Got it. Uh, there we go. That makes sense to me now. Interesting. Defender Anyways. Is, yeah, Seth has got defender Buckets as a linebacker. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> like, I like it. So, I, I like it. I like it. But here, and I've, I've had this in, in my mind after every single pick, but I didn't think he really needed to fall there. Maybe he should have just been picked for his talent. And the Bills are definitely not going to let it slip. Jeremiah Usu koromoa I thought about it. I thought about it, Owen, but I just like the versatility that Collins brings. He can do a little bit of everything, you know. He's a guy that can okay. cover pretty well. He's a guy that you can throw in the middle. I just, I, I, I guess, I just like the versatility, the athleticism. That's fair. That's what you do if you're a GM, especially in these light, the, the later end of this. You can go anywhere you want. If you like a guy, you pick that guy. You got to pick the guy. You pick that guy, Owen. You pick him. Yes. So yeah, Bills. Matt Milano's moving on. This is your uh, this is your last first round pick. 
This is my last Mind pick. Uh, so they get that Matt Milano replacement. Apparently, he was a really good player. He kind of flew under the radar, but the more they talk about him leaving Buffalo, the more important he was to the defense. You want to you wanna oh. sp- spell that name for me? Just kidding, I'll find it. O W U S U hyphen K O R A O A H Notre Dame safety slash linebacker actually so he's got some versatility um on the Levante David type which would be like any any team's wet dream to just be able to grab Levante David in the later half of the first round so. Um, and then that was the other the other linebacker pick, Michael Parsons, up in the top five. Devin White was also a top five pick. So you get a guy like that, you just got to go for it. This guy falls. Again, I don't think it'll be this far, but um, he won't get past this point in the draft for sure. Buffalo Bills. Osu Koromoa. All right. Am I up? You're up with the Kansas City Chiefs, the last pick. Or Jeremy. I got to recap real fast. Which running back went? Najee Harris. Okay. I didn't see his name and I was like, I thought he went. I think this has got to be defense. Um I was thinking a defensive lineman, like some sort of like nose tackle, three, four lineman type. There's not anybody super highly touted. Flipping through the big board again. Pursuo went. Um, cornerback would be another one. Quiddy Pay went. Jim Phillips went. I think Tony would be the ideal pick right here. I'd love to see him end up in the. Casey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't fall would past Green Bay, so we won't go there. I'm gonna <laughs> go. Owen, be ready to save me. Washington DT, DT Levi on was this Zuriki? Um, he's gonna be. He's the top I'm rated. Um, All right. Yep, he's the top rated um, DT prospect. He's uh the three technique guy. Um, Levi Anguzariki. There we go. I don't actually know a ton about him. I know in the mock draft I was just watching a little bit ago, they were doing highlights on him. And, I mean, he fills a role. He'd pair really well with uh, – somebody save me quick. The ta- Christian, the Jones? Of- Christian Jones? Yep. Yep. He'd, he'd pair real well with Jones. Because, um, I mean, Andy likes to build from the front and back. So, I, I could see him definitely going – if one of these offensive tackles slides, he'll take an offensive tackle. But, um, no, this would be a safe pick. Um, he's a 23rd-ranked pro- uh, prospect, so, I mean, this is a pretty safe spot for him to go at 31. Fills a role from everything I've read and seen on here. Big dude that can move pretty quick and move people. So, give it to me. I ain't even going to try to say Levi something out of Washington. Wuzuriki. I like it. All right, so we're going to end the draft with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unfortunately, I have to choose for that. Seth, I will gladly make this pick for you. As painful as it is, I'm going to – I'll stick to it and I'll uh, give them something they need. 
I'm going to go defensive lineman as well, Jeremy. We're going to end it with two in a row with Christian Barmore out of Alabama. So another Alabama boy. How many years they're gone now? Six, seven of them at least probably. Six, I think, yeah. Um, that fills a need as well. You know, you still got Sue there, but he's older. Um, you know, you don't have – you got Vita Vea, of course, but just, just adding depth kind of where that is because this team overall doesn't really have a lot of – big, you know, big holes, big needs. Um, so they go for depth as the defending champs, you know, you kind of have that luxury there. So they're going to take Christian Barmore, Alabama. You know, Seth, um, he was a name that came up for me. And then the other one was uh, Davian Nixon. That was yep. another guy I thought would fit in either of these two spots. Um, Nixon's a guy that could probably play both 4-3 and 3-4. Man, I said Davion Nixon, and you guys yelled at me last mock draft. You guys yelled at hey, that, me. That was a month ago. You know, you'd, you'd do a little more research. Exchange. Yeah, that's Matt Miller's guy, Davion Nixon. Give it, a, give it a little while longer, and you guys are going to be talking about this 2 2 Atwell guy. About how he's gonna yeah. And stuff, then like Mac, so Mac Jones Mac is going to be number three. Yeah. Nah, Owen's going to pull off some wonky thing, and it's going to be Mac Jones number one over Lawrence. I'm gonna... There's another one that caught Matt Miller had Cal Trask going to the Patriots in the second round. So maybe I should have just waited. Kyle Trask, he definitely is second round pick at least. All right, let me recap 20 through 32 since I did the top 20. Uh, the Bears took Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota at 20. The Colts at 21 with Tevin Jenkins. Tennessee at 22 with Gregory Russo. 23 with the Jets, Najee Harris getting another Alabama boy, complete that offense. Pittsburgh takes Jalen Mayfield. Jacksonville takes Wyatt Davis. Cleveland Browns take Jalen Phillips. Baltimore Ravens get Ajiz Aljulari. New Orleans Saints get Tutu Atwell out of nowhere. Um, Green Bay Packers take Zayvon Collins, linebacker finally. Buffalo Bills take another linebacker, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. We're going to throw another name in here. Kansas City Chiefs take Levi Onwuzuki. One Onwuzuriki. That's it. And Tampa On ends Suzuki. the first round with another defensive lineman, Christian Barmore out of Alabama. And Seth, just to follow you up, I'll give their rankings on the big board. All right. Rashawn Bateman, unranked. Tevin Jenkins, 30th overall. Greg Rasuo, Rasuo goes, he's 13th overall, goes at 22. Uh, Najee Harris is 22, going at 23. Makes sense. Um, Jalen Mayfield is 24 ranked, going at 24. Wyatt Davis is also unranked. Um, Jalen Phillips is 19th ranked, going at 26. Aziz is 41 ranked, going at 27. Tutu Atwell is 31 overall ranked in the top 50, so you boys know on this list, going at 28. Xavier Collins is 26th overall, going at 29. And then uh, Jeremiah Asuwe, whatever it is, he is 21 overall, going at 30. Levi on Suzuki, we'll call him, is 23 overall, going at 31. And Chris Barmore is 37 overall, going at 32. All right. Not too bad. A couple of outliers in there, but. We'll You're going to have that, if not a couple more, honestly. That's, it's like probably year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's Mike Draft 2.0. We'll throw one more at you in April for our final one before the real thing, which I'm sure will be interesting. Um, but you know what time it is just to finish off the show. We got a little trivia.
coming at you with Benson's Brain Busters. But I'm going to be throwing them at you this week. Uncle Seth edition. You betcha. And it's going to feel like it too. All right. So let's get started here. Let's keep it short and sweet. We're running long as always. Like I said, we're running a marathon, never running a sprint. That's how we like it. How we like it? How we like it. I got, we'll do six questions, three each. We'll do two rounds, round one. Well, round one, we'll just, we'll, we'll make it Jeopardy style. So you get round one and then you get round two, which is double the point. So we'll do the first round. Oh, jeez. So we'll do, I'll do eight questions. I'll do eight questions. First round, four questions, two each. Second round, I'll do four questions again. Um, double points. Double the points. Okay? Okay. All right. Can we handle that? Can we handle that? Yes, we can. I believe it. Give it a try. All right. Who would like to go first? Owen is going first. Jeremy said. We want the ball and we want to score. All right. So, to start off, the first hey, Hasselbeck. Yep. <laughs> good, good catch. All right. All right. First question, Owen. I'm ready. Who holds the best – who holds the record for best rookie passer rating in NFL history? Um. What what was the time limit you did, Owen? What was the time limit? Just a clarification there. Time limit was usually 30 seconds. All right. I'm going to start the time. 30 seconds. Now, Seth, I know I know this, actually. And it's, it's actually one of two guys. And it's weird names you wouldn't expect. But they did start very well their seasons. It's not Robert Griffin the third. It is Dak Prescott. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer. Ding ding ding. Correct. Yeah, Dak it was Prescott. crazy. Crazy. I knew crazy. That well, I yeah. Crazy that that's a fact, but yep. I mean, even even I know they made a big deal of it with RG three, but seeing that still surprises me. But yeah, I mean, maybe the running was just that much of a factor in passer rating. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, when I saw this, it surprised me. I, I, I knew RG3 was up there, but I didn't, I didn't realize Dak had that good of a rookie season. But Tony Romo went out pretty fairly early, so he had time, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. And he still had Dez and Jason Whitney and those guys, so yeah, I mean. And the Cowboys still won't pay him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> Jeremy, you're up. Question number two. So, this is um, this is, this is interesting. I liked this one when I found it. So, who had a better record as an NFL coach, Steve Spurrier or Nick Saban? I'm gonna go with Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier was is your final answer. Yeah. And Owen, I had a feeling I was going to be wrong. Owen, I, 
I wouldn't be fair to give you the 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 steal on that one because it's obvious what the answer is. So you gotta give me a new question. Ah, uh, you know what? If it comes down to a tiebreaker, I'll give it. I'll. Uh, so I okay. I now have the tiebreaker advantage. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I suppose. All right. <laughs> so question three. We're coming back to Owen. This okay. Is Owen's second question in the first round. Second and final question in the first round. Okay. What NFL team has scored the most points in a Super Bowl? Bonus point if you can guess how many points they scored. I'm trying again, this is one I know. Um, I'm trying to to be extra snoop. Trying to be extra snoopy to try to remember the exact Super Bowl. It was it's it's the 49ers. It's 55 points. It was 55 to 10. Correct and correct. Poor John Elway. Montana. Better. Go. You see. This pains me, but Montana came out this week and said Tom Brady is the young all-time GOAT. Pains me. We but he didn't, beat, he didn't beat John Elway by 45 points in a Super Bowl, though. So, Yep. He did win seven Super Bowls, though. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're up. Question number two for the first round. Remind you. That the first round you get one point for each correct answer. So Owen has three. Jeremy is still looking for four. And he have two. No, he got a bonus point for how many points as well? What the front door? I I I, I said that plainly at the beginning of the question. I said bonus point if you can I'm get so many points. I'm being cheated, but anyways, you got a you got a fifty fifty question. You got it wrong. I didn't get it. Question. Owen, I don't need to hear your BS. Set the two of the question. Jeremy, the NFL has had three commissioners since uh, 1960. Can you name all three? No. <laughs> I can name off two. All right. Who, uh, who are the two? And then we'll, we'll Paul Tagliabue we'll Ta- and okay. Roger Goodell. Okay. Owen, bonus point. I don't remember, point, I don't remember number guess, one. Number three. So this was the middle guy, right? This is in between the two? Or is it the one before? Tagliabue was right before Goodell? Yes. You didn't okay. know that? No, I thought this guy was in the middle. I don't know oh, why. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete Rozelle. Correct. Pete Rozelle. Yes. Yeah, I, for some reason, I thought he was the... I guess he would have been the 80s then. That makes sense. He was 60s to 80s? 1960 to 1989. Tagli okay. was 89 to 06. And then 06 to, obviously, right now, Roger Goodell. Yeah, I didn't know. I, didn't, I thought Tagli Boo was earlier. I don't know why. All I right. can't remember Roselle. Tagli Boo is going to end up being probably like one of the shortest term commissioners, I bet. I think so. Yeah, I mean, Goodell's I mean, yeah. probably there forever. <laughs> yeah, Goodell's not going to go away for a long time. All right, so that's the end of round one. Owen has four. Did I get a point for that? For what? Yeah, I gave you two. You just got another point. Oh, you got it. You got to You had to name all three, didn't you? Yeah, Jeremy, you named two, so you got two points. 
Oh. So well, okay. got all, Owen stole the last up. one, so he got a point for it. All right. All right. messed up. We even told him when the guy was there. No, I didn't. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I thought it, I had my time wrong, so he didn't. I would have. That wouldn't have helped. Anyways. All right. Round two. So who started round one? Owen did? Yep. yep. All right. So the points are doubled. So two points for every correct answer. <clears throat> Jeremy, you're on the clock. What school has produced the most pro football? All right, let me back it up. What university college football team has produced the most pro football Hall of Famers? I actually just looked at this the other day. Owen, do you actually know it? I just looked at it the other day. I don't know. Fudge. 15 seconds. Notre Dame. Final answer? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. That is the correct answer. I just they looked have at 13 that the other day. Hall of Famers. 13 Hall of Famers. So no, that will no. change very quickly. Uh, it's possible. Because it's, it's all old. It's all old. I mean, they haven't had somebody recently. I mean, Notre Dame and Michigan were the two I was going to. Michigan is fourth with nine. Ohio State has 10. USC is second place, right behind Notre Dame with 12. So USC is not really putting out much, but Ohio State and Miami are going to come up pretty quick. Yeah, Ohio State is is third with 10, but yeah, Miami, I'm sure, is pretty close to that. Miami had that run through the 2000s. That was pretty wild. Yep. All right, Jeremy, I mean, Owen, Owen, we're on to you. I'll go again. I'll go again. Well, it's tied now. You're tied. All right. I mean, even so, though yeah. I answered like five questions and he answered two, I mean, whatever, it's fine. You got you to gotta answer the meaningful questions, Owen. Everybody knows that. All right. Owen, <laughs> of these three receivers, who has the highest receiving yards per game for their career? They're active receivers, mind you. Of these three receivers, who has the highest receiving yards per game for their career? Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, and Odell Beckham Jr. Can I steal? I mean, yeah, if he... When, if he gets it wrong? Okay. Well, what? He got a 50-50 shot, and I didn't get to steal. You, we gave you the tiebreaker, remember? So I still have the tiebreaker advantage, even if I get this one wrong? I mean, if he gets it right, then I oh, Jeremy will be in the lead. I can, I can say it right now if you want. I mean, it's some bullshit. Um, I know I'm I gonna, know this. I actually don't know this. Um, the last season kind of gives me pause. Um, so I'm going to guess because of all the injuries, I'm going to say Julio Jones per game has the most yards. Final answer. Final answer. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Julio Jones has a career average of 96.7. Does anybody want to guess who's number two? Not for a point, but just for fun. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is third. Is he really? Yep. I would have guessed before this season, I would have guessed A.B. Before the season or before before he left the Steelers, I would have guessed A.B. Probably, probably. Uh, Antonio Brown now has a career average of 86.2. OBJ oh, is 92.8. Awesome. 
Julio is 96.7. All right. Owen has six points. Jeremy has four. Jeremy, we're back to you. Final question, round two. All right. How difficult do I want to get? Max. All right. I'll, I'll save that one. So. <laughs> four. All right. Jeremy, ready? It's a long mm-hmm. question, so I'll probably say it two or three times. Four out of the first five picks in the 1989 NFL draft went on to have Hall of Fame careers. Who was the pick that did not go on to have a Hall of Fame career? Holy shit. I'll, I'll say it again. Four out of the first five picks. It's not how the question reads. It's the question, Seth. The 1989 draft? Yeah. The top four picks? The top five picks, four of them were in, are now in the Hall of Fame. Who is the one that is not? Considered, I'll throw this at you, just a hint. Considered one of the greatest busts of all time. Oh my God, I can't think of his name. 20 seconds. What if I guess team and position? Clock's ticking, Seth. I, I, I said, who is the player? The team and position does not matter. I know who it is. I, I'm picturing his face right now. 10 seconds. I don't know his name. I know who he is, but I don't know right. his name right now. All right. Eh. Owen, you have a chance to steal. Is it, is it Tony Mandarich? Tackle, correct. Tony Mandrich. Yep. That's who I was thinking of too. I just couldn't think of his name. Yep. Dude, his you, name you, was stuck in my head though. Brian Bosworth. That's whose name was stuck in my head. But I was thinking they, of Mandrich. That's what I was thinking of the whole time. Who is the rest of the top five? I forget. Do you have Barry, any idea? Who? Barry Sanders. Correct. That was the one in. Um, yep. He was number one, right? No. Barry I think Tony Mandrich was number one because I think the, Packers, want to pick after the Packers pit missed over Barry Sanders. That's the big thing. Barry Sanders, I think, actually. Troy Aikman. Three. Troy Aikman, yep. Aikman was one. Aikman was one, Mandrich two, Sanders three then. Okay, you got two of them. Four. Wide receiver known. I'll give you a hint. One was a linebacker. Lawrence Taylor. Nope. Died, no, prematurely, died prematurely in a car accident and I think 96, 97. Played for Linebacker. Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Derek. Derek. Derek, uh, Derek Thomas. Yep. Derek Thomas. Thomas. My sister met him actually and when we lived in Kansas City. Met a lot of uh, great Kansas City players when we lived there. Anyways. Um, that was a that was a that question leans in that fucker's direction. <laughs> I was picturing his head. Like there, there's one more. You're missing one more. Was... Missing one more. Player? Yeah. Oh, there's one more? I thought we were just doing the top four. No, top five. Five. I don't remember. Was the, was the prime time. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. He Sanders Sanders says the story that like he the Packers wanted to pick him, but he straight up told him, like, I'm not going. It's too cold up there. I'm not gonna go. So that was like, and then they picked Tony Mandrich, and then it fucked us for ten years, or well, and for four years until it far, of course. All right, Owen, 
You're up. This cements my victory. You're up. I got screwed on that. That that was uh that that leaned heavy in Owen's favor. That was fair. You got the question. It's a paper you got, question. You got the it, question. It was it's a good question. Anyways, Owen, you're up, all right? <laughs> I'm getting Jude here hard. Hey, hey, be careful what you say. Um, <laughs> Owen, this will be equally as difficult, okay, Jeremy? Is it about the Eagles? No. Which Titans wide receiver was tackled at the one-yard line short of the potential game-tying touchdown in Super Bowl 34 against the Rams? Is it Kevin Dyson? Oh, well. All right. Easy. I had the other. Was it Dyson? Yes. Oh, I had the wrong name. Yep, it was Kevin Dyson. Dyson. I I almost said Derek Mason, by the way. I almost said Derek Mason. Derek Mason's one head went right away. Seth, you thought that was equally difficult? I, so you I, had it wrong. You I had it wrong. Not have, I would not have gotten that. I would not have gotten that. Anyways, okay. Hey man, I'm just running circles we'll today. Do, we'll do a final Jeopardy question. Okay. You're getting screwed. We'll do a final Jeopardy question. You can bet all your points if you want. The current score. Would you like to know the current score? Yes. Owen is destroying Jeremy 10 to 4. <laughs> All right. Okay. Owen, how many points would you like to bet? You got 10. Uh, uh, one. <laughs> that kind of locks, uh, locks it in. <laughs> Owen, or Jeremy, I assume you Here, want to bet all. Here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If Jeremy gets it right and I get it wrong, then we'll do another question, overtime okay. question. All right. All right. Here's the question. Which one do I want to go? I can, I can write mine down, too. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, you, can you write yours down? He can just say it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll write it down before he says can, it. Can you put it on your phone as notes? Just, just throw it in there. Can you do that? What am I doing here? He, he's just so distraught. He doesn't even want any part of it. Anymore. I'm just I'm – I'm highly disappointed right now. <laughs> you, you're, you're betting your point. You're going to write your answer down, and then you're going to – You can, You can tie it. If I get it wrong, you get it right. It's tied. We go another question. Okay. Which NFL team derives their name from the date they were founded? I'll say it again. Which NFL team derives their name from the date they were founded? And I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll give you 30 seconds. And then at the 10 second mark, I'll give you a hint. Ready? I'll say it again just, just, just for fun. 20 seconds. Which NFL team derives their name from the date they were founded? And the hint to go along with the question, the date was November 1st. 10 seconds. Jeremy has no clue, and I don't think Owen does either. I got a cat bothering me that's throwing me very off right now. (laughs) But I'm just flipping through the teams right now because I feel like I've heard this one before, Seth. Five seconds, four, three, two, one. Don't say it right away. Do we have an answer by either of you? Give me one second here. I'll give you five seconds and then I'm going to say it. Give Give me 10. Give me 10. 10 seconds. 
You're not going to get it, but that's all right. I got another question. Three, Come on. Two, one, and neither. Just you got to guess. You got to guess. I mean, there's 32 teams. So, Owen, guess something. The, uh, the Chargers. I don't know. Nope, I really don't. Not the Chargers. I don't. It is the New Orleans Saints. November 1st is All Saints Day for Catholics. Oh, I've heard that one before. It would, okay. it would have took me a while to get there because my head got stuck on the 49ers. I'm like, they weren't done in the 40s. They're based off the gold bag. All right. That's what my head got stuck on. The next um, overtime question, seeing how that was not answered, same points apply. Ready? Here we go. Ooh, it's the last number one pick to win both a Heisman Trophy and a Super Bowl trophy. Who is the last number one pick to win a Heisman Trophy and a Super Bowl trophy? Time starts now. That was recent, I think. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if I can give it because <laughs> it might give it away. Oh, and I'm pretty sure it was recent. I Here's the deal. I will give you the college football team, and that will help, maybe. The college football team was South Carolina. Once again, I don't think either of you have a clue. All right, I'll give you another. It wasn't recent, was it? (laughs) It was not recent. You are correct. The year that they won the Heisman Trophy was 1980. Can you give the position? Jeez, I don't even know if I know the position. Hold on. I, I can give it to you in a second. Let me look it up. Just to, just to, I'm, I'm going to guess uh, uh, tailback, but I don't know. Hold on one second. Uh, he was a running back, indeed. I have a guess, but not confident at all. Why don't you throw it out there? Throw it out? Yeah, throw it out there. Roger Craig. Incorrect. He played for three, only seven years he played. Heisman and Super Bowl champ. Yep. And he won the Heisman in 1980? Yep. Was the number one pick in the 1981 draft. Was out of the league in 1987. God, that his, was his career no, was short-lived but exciting. Played for the Washington Redskins at the time. I don't. There's not much else I can give you. Yeah, I really. I. I don't know. I'm not voiced on my. By the name of George Rogers. I've heard no the name idea. before, but I'd have never pulled that. Yep. I've heard the name, but I've ne- I would have never pulled that. Last one, Seth. Last one. Come on, one more. One more. 
Do I have another one? I mean, those were so difficult. They he's were. pulling these po- these questions that I don't know if I know anybody that would know these. <laughs> it w- it was out there, all right. You know, I had Seth. These are ones that I, I uh, there's a couple podcasts I listen to, and they end up pulling wonky things like this. And I've heard these names are familiar through yep. that. I would never pull it myself, but I know I've heard this before. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Um, oh, here we go. Just, just, just for fun, uh, you know, we'll see if you get it. What Motown singer tried out for the Detroit Lions in 1970? This is Owen's field, not mine. I, I don't know. have singers what and stuff. What Motown singer tried out for the Detroit Lions in 1970? Do you know any uh, Motown singers? I don't even know what that means. Oh, my gosh. Seth, I don't know music and actors. I don't know that stuff. Marvin Gaye. Ding, ding, Game's ding. Correct. Marvin Gaye bulked up nearly 30 pounds and trained with future Hall of Fame tight end Charlie Sanders while preparing for his tryout. He didn't make the cut, but remained close to several players who sang background vocals on his 1971 hit, What's Going On? What's going on? Hey, I actually you know love what? Marvin Gaye, though. You love that sexual healing, huh? Love it. As Charlie Booth would say, let's Marvin, Marvin Gaye Gay. and get it on. All right. Let's get it on. Owen is the official winner of this week's version of Mr. Benton's Brain Busters. Only I got cheated pretty hard here. Jeremy, I don't know, man. Next week. All right. I don't know, man. It was question after question. It was 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 many questions. That was good. I thought that was good. I got asked a Packers question. That was some hot mess. You got asked it too. You had the you had the chance. You also had the fifty. That's not question. an easy. That's not an easy question for me though. <laughs> well, it's not an easy I, question in general. <laughs> Tony Mandridge for a Packers fan? Hell yes, that's an easy question. No. If you would have come at me and been like, "Hey, who is the top?" Actually, I'll save it because <laughs> it's probably a good question for one of you two a holes. Now, <laughs> I'm coming out with straight Eagles questions next week. I'm going to bury you guys. I had it's one. literally going to be. Uh... Well, you got to ask. It, I'll it, ask you guys that. It, it's a question that I don't think every Packers fan would know. They would have to know some Packers history because it's, I mean, yeah, no, the last no, 30 yeah. years. They say I 1989 draft and people will go blank. You know, no one will know. His face and everything come to my head. And it's that picture that they had on the SI cover with yep. his head like half ass balding. <laughs> and I'm like, I can see this dude in my head, but I could not come up with his name for see, the life. You knew you knew it though. You just you couldn't Oh yeah, I did know it. I just didn't know the deal. name. Yeah. Yep. It was the Barry Sanders draft. That was the first thing that came to my head. Was Barry I mean, if, if that Packers draft never stopped. If Packers never got Brett Favre, then Packers fans, every Packers fan would know it today because we'd be so salty about it for years. But because it was a quick turnaround, people forgot. You know what I mean? Packer fans our age and older probably know it, though. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. It depends on how much of a Packers fan they are. You but, know what, Jeremy? I just don't think you're that much of an NFL fan because I think an NFL fan would know it. I think I got cheated today, okay? And I think, one... I, come out, I think I'm going to come out next week with some wonky Eagles questions. 
Jeremy, you get that. Listening to silence. (laughs) You get that one right. The score is still ten to six. Owen, I knew who the hell the guy was. I just didn't know his name. (laughs) I just didn't know his name. Looked up on one question and I asked fourteen of them. Hey, I got cheated. You you gave me worse questions than Owen. That first one at the last round that you gave me, the hell was that? <laughs> Which one? The commissioner one? No, the no the commissioner one. I just couldn't pull the guy's name either. I knew the other two. I I don't I know. I don't well. remember the question I asked you. It was the one about the Heisman and. Uh, no that that was Heisman. that was the that was final Jeopardy for both of you. Oh, of you. regardless, that one was rough stuff. It, he's, mad, he's mad, Seth. I think you're doing I'm a great big job. Mad. I'm big mad, Seth. I'm big mad. Salty Owen thinks you're doing a great job because he he did he. You know that's how Tom Brady loses, though. Tom Brady, when Tom Brady loses, he doesn't shake the other quarterback's hand. He just walks off the field whining. Seth, as an Eagles fan, he didn't talk to Nick Foles the whole week leading up to the Super Bowl, and he didn't shake his hand. Yep. And I don't care because he's still the goat. <laughs> Anyways, that is the show. Thanks for sticking with us throughout all of this. We will see everybody next week. Enjoy the weather once again. It's going to be beautiful up here in Midwest, Northwest Wisconsin for sure. All right. As we say, adios. Adios. Adios.